Well, hey kids, how you doing? Welcome to Mr. Swift's Garage, where today we're going to be talking about podcasts. That's right, JFJ Conspiracy, the best podcast on the planet. You can catch them on YouTube, and we'll catch you on the next show. God bless, Marty Swift out. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Jim, Jerry, good evening. Welcome to episode 65. Woo! Just rolling right along. It sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we're we're at about two and a half years, guys. Just (laughs) off the top of my head. We're at about two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! And the only thing notable that I can think of off the top of my head today is it's the youngster's birthday, 74-year-old Ronnie Wood. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, youngest guy in the band? I believe so. Has to be. Yeah. Someone someone posted a picture the other day. Youngest, uh, youngest looking guy in the band. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of <laughs> Keith Richards holding the baby, and it says, here's Keith Richards and Betty White. <laughs> uh, i remember when he joined a good, that, there's a there's a lot of amazing <coughs> keith richards oh yeah i, I love re- him yeah i remember when ronnie wood joined he stole him from rod stewart like 75 yeah 74 75 great yeah. rhythm guitarist yeah oh boy and he can he can throw out leads he yeah can, no he's a great, that's one great of those guitarist. gifted people yeah he's he's good yeah. yep You've got mail. So, Jim, I understand you have a bit of a mail call for us. I do have a mail call. This was right. uh, this was special delivery. Um, you, you probably remember a couple weeks ago, I was telling you guys my son went and saw Alice Cooper mm-hmm. at uh, at some of. He actually kind of ended up working the event, so he was backstage. The golf classic or something? Yeah, and they do like a like a fundraiser, Benefit. I think, for his. Um, his charity anyway so um i he he got me a signed copy oh my nightmare love it his first album without the band i believe that's solo and then uh billion dollar dollar babies and and so uh he he was supposed Mm -hmm. to sign the whole point was he, he was supposed to sign welcome to my nightmare to me but he signed this one to jim and yeah, uh, he, he actually signed it upside down. So <laughs> I, I would take that. I would take that over nightmare. No, it was, Jerry. Uh, it's very. It was very nice of him to take a minute. He said. Uh, he said Alice was extremely nice, very gracious, and, and was cool, happy. That's awesome. Yeah. I've always heard he he's been that way. He's been very good with the fans. I've, I've heard that too. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, I've got a mail call, and it's a little different. Uh, a few weeks ago, our buddy Ronnie. Barnett messages me and he, he sends me a uh, picture. He's player for the Muffs. He says, I don't know if this is real or not, but you might want to check it out. And 
it's the McCrackens. And these guys, ah, the these guys are they're a punk band. And this is Eggs Alive in Italy. And their, their whole <laughs> shtick is their eggs or of some type or, or whatever. I, Ronnie. I love Ronnie. <laughs> I bought the uh, scrambled egg version. <laughs> uh, look at that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. That's neat. That is neat. What is the uh, what does the label say? Does it say McCrackens? It says McCrackens. Yeah, I'll try yeah. to get that in there real tight. Yeah, great. Uh, Ca Casablanca. Oh yeah, yeah. There. Casablanca. Yeah, came with a uh, slip mat also. Oh, nice. Isn't that sharp, nice and bold. That's awesome. And I I also bought a clear version of that album also. <laughs> They have seven. They had seven different variety of album. But you're not going to get all seven. I find that impossible. <laughs> impossible to believe, Jaime. He, he, he didn't shoot off a no right off the bat. Jaime, he, 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 he doesn't have all seven yet. Yet, no. <laughs> a lot of them. They only came out with twenty five per, and they're already oh, sold wow. out. So, and they they did have a bundle five of them of all seven records but i wasn't gonna spend that money on it it's punk rock it, it's semi-clever some of it's silly but uh <laughs> like most punk rock <laughs> yeah but I, I got it for the uh for the pure splatter of it all so i was gonna sure. say for, for the scrambled egg yes yeah. Oh, no, that's I, great, obviously. Yeah, it does. The, the original one they had was a uh, just an egg, it was yellow and white, and it looked like an egg. And that one sold out the fastest. So <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to get the scrambled egg. So very nice, yeah. anyways. Um, still eggy, yeah, still eggy. We'll, we'll play a little bit of that sometime. So that's my mail call. I do have another album I'm going to be showing you guys in a little bit, but not right now. That's coming up. But what we do have right now is a classic album that Jerry picked. Mm. And that was, Jerry? Uh, ACDC Highway to Hell, the last album with Vaughn Scott. Very good. And I forgot how good that was, gentlemen. <sighs> on the, on the re-listen, I was like, wow. Now, that, that album was like 42 minutes long. It wasn't a 30-minute record, you know? They put a little... Uh, uh, yeah, 42 exactly. Well I done, think it, Frank. Yep. It, I think it's kind of funny they only play three chords in that 42 minutes but <laughs> and they played it 10 times on 10 different tunes same yeah same three chords just in a different different order i love right, right. bon scott's vocals on this record same here yes. so much going on it was a beautiful revisit yeah it was beautiful revisit yeah and i didn't write down your guys's favorites but I, I I put down for both of you, Girls Got Rhythm. Don't know if that's your favorite song or not. Oh. So with that being said, Jerry, talk to me. For Frank, I picked Girls Got Rhythm. <laughs> not my favorite for song. Jim, what's your favorite Jim. song on that album? No, no. What's your favorite song? Uh... On the re-listen, on the re-listen, 
it became Night Prowler. Uh, um, a little slower but too. The, but but yeah, like a little bluesy. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you throw the three chords into a blues format, it's like, <laughs> man, those guys rock. They did rock. They did rock. And then um, uh, the other one I liked uh, before the re-listen was uh, uh, "If You Want Blood, You've Got It." Yeah, right. for me. Yeah, yeah. What What did you pick for him, Jim? For I picked. Girls got rid. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad pick, but it's not the no, right pick. Not the right pick. All right. So, Jim, okay. what was your favorite song on that album? My favorite song is "If You Want Blood, You've Got It." Ah, very good. And, and what did you pick for Jim, Jerry? Uh, "Shot Down in Flames." Uh, <clears throat> Just because. Um, on the release, and again, the mm-hmm. the bass is more. It's it's it, it's Cliff Williams. You're you're just gonna get that solid bass line. But to me, every time I listen to it, I go, man, I hear that I hear that bass way more than any other tune. And since Jaime's a you know a rock and bass player, that's how I go. I don't All think right. I'm ever gonna score the trifecta like you did, Frank, on that <laughs> first uh, show. But yeah, for Jaime, I, I picked uh, "Shot Down in Flames." Yeah. All right. Yep. Now, my, my favorite song on this album. And it has been since the day it came out. It has never wavered. But, and and you you guys can ask Greg Lubey about this. A touch too much. Too much. Uh, oh, I love that song. Love, man, it, that album you can't go wrong. On the yeah. re-listen, gentlemen, I I just was like, man, I remember getting paid and going to the member of the Music Plus down the street, gentlemen. You guys know. And I remember getting that and, and spinning that vinyl, and I can still remember the smell of the plastic when I got it home. <laughs> I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Yep. <laughs> right. But I re- I remember this album, and, and guys, on the re-listen, what a treat! What what a treat! Yeah. What a treat! And what did you pick for me on that one, Jim? Uh. Well, the the original thought was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the original thought was uh, Walk All Over You. Oh, good song, too. But I ultimately settled on Night Prowler for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. We all made the wrong picks, but it's all the same three songs. Yeah, <laughs> Almost. I mean, <laughs> uh, that that whole, I, yeah, I'm looking at the track listing right now, but like that whole first side oh. is pretty much flawless. Yep. You know, to me, you can take that album in the way it was produced by Mutt Lang. Take good old Bon Scott's voice off of that record, and you could put Brian Johnson on there, and you've got a back in black style album almost. They were headed right in that direction. Oh yeah. Did Mutt did Mutt do back in black also? I don't. Yeah, I believe. I don't so. know. Kill me. He was Did with him for quite okay. a while. So <coughs> this yeah. album is just so smooth. I, I remember hearing the news when I was well, I wasn't a kid. I was a teenager. But when Bon Scott passed away, and I just remember thinking, man, they just made it. They yeah. they just exploded. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of broken through. They and then that happened, and I don't know how long it was till uh, back in black a year or two, and I just thought that is so sad. That is, so, and oh. then I hear back in black, and I'm like, oh, boy, yeah, steamrolling machine coming. Watch out, folks. It was like yeah. that's where they found out they had the amps that go to eleven. 
on back in black because there's right. just a little bit more crunch on there, you know. Yeah, I love that quote. Why don't you just make your volume knob 10 <laughs> louder? Yeah. Um, this one goes to 11. This you one goes to 11. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Great pick, it. Jerry. Love that album. Same here, guys. The revisit was beautiful. Was beautiful. So the next pick goes to Jim. And uh, have you decided? I have decided. And, um, oh, very good. Ooh. Little rubber sole. Rubber, rubber sole. sole. All righty then. So I, I was a little worried that I had already picked rubber sole, but it was uh, revolver we did. Revolver right? we actually. Yes. And Way I think that's one of our episodes that ago. got booted off of YouTube because of the Right. Music. We had to change format. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, was listening to that recently on my record. So. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard that in a while, Jaime. Well done. Nice. I haven't listened to that in a while. Yep. That that's good. I'll, I'll be able to. Uh, I'll pick five or six songs easily, and then have to whittle it down. Whittle it down <laughs> to one, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. All right. So we've got some new music and um, some semi-new music from Jerry. And why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, what we have this week, Jerry? Oh, thank you, Frank. Um, what we have is uh, Sam Wright. And folks out in Conspiracy Land, there's a tons. There's tons of Sam Wright. Bandcamp, go to Sam Wright Music. Everything else, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, go to Sam dot Wright with two eyes, W R I I G H T, and you'll get our guy. Um, uh, the name of the album or EP is called Beach Brawl. It was released in April of 2019, April 12th. Um, the song is called Beach Brawl. Um, what I love, he wrote this little thing. He says, Beach Brawl is a surf rock record inspired by sun, sand, and a special someone. Love nice. it, Sam. Um, and you guys know how I feel about this. Sam Wright, guitar, bass, vocals. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Brad Thibodeau uh, on drums. Uh, all music and lyrics written by Sam Wright. Recorded and mixed at Oscillatarium by uh, Toby Hardwood, Hawkwood, and uh, Brandon Bach. Uh, again, Instagram, Facebook, Sam Dot Wright with two eyes. Uh, mastered by Connor Salmora. Uh, lives in New York. He's from Toronto. Uh, Bandcamp, folks. I already said it. Sam Wright Music Bandcamp. Um, guys this stuff is this stuff is neat um it's a little beachy it's a little surfy it's a little punky it says punk, uh, surf rock but to me it's a little more surf punk you guys let me know what you think um but uh, yeah sam wright um from uh, toronto lives in new york he, he's out here now he does a lot of surfing uh, i follow him and uh likes to surf uh, some of the things he showed where he's out surfing and there's uh cadidas and flea surfing out there also <laughs> so but uh sam wright um with beach brawl and uh folks on conspiracy land let me know what you think i i just fell in love with this tune thank you so much frank
Yep. And I want to make a point, Jerry, real quick. Sam yes, got back to us after a year. I had contacted him last year about this song, and yeah. he got it lost in his emails. Oh. Contacted us back. He goes, I don't know what happened, but play whatever you want. And it needs to be noted, he does have new music out since this song. Yes, he does, guys. Yeah, I yeah. love this song. Good stuff. I do, too. It yeah. is great. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he, it's like they say that little little solo at the end and his fade yeah. out. Love that yeah. kind of stuff. Played by him, written by him, sung by him, faced by him. Very nice. Sam Wright Music, folks, on Bandcamp. <laughs> Sam Wright Music. And then everything else, Sam.Wright, W-R-I-I-G-H-T. And you'll find our guy, because again, folks, in Conspiracy Land, there's quite a few people named Sam Wright. So make sure you find our guy, Sam.Wright, with two eyes. And then uh, Sam Wright Music on Bandcamp. And and what a treat, Frank. Thank you. What a treat. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, uh, Jim? Did you find a uh, surf feel to that at all? He loves his surfing. Well, on the outro, right? So mm-hmm. it's got that kind of twangy, fuzzy guitar thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed the whole the song as a whole vocals uh, are fantastic yeah oh, the dog approves vocals I, was, are fantastic. Uh, I, I was thinking toronto not not kind of known as a hotbed of surf guitar no, no. <laughs> and uh again guys what's funny is let me check this out uh senior samurai our samurai we're doing folks a senior strategist at mother new york studied applied economics at queen's university went to royal st george college lives in new york from Toronto, but he's out here in SoCal. And uh, if you follow him, folks, and see some of the stuff, like today, he was out surfing, Calabertis. So it sounds like sounds like he's been in the U.S. for quite a while. Then, yeah, uh, I, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised to see that stuff because to me, he sounds like a SoCal guy. You know, <laughs> all the stuff I see, how he looks, these shades, and you know, he's looking groovy. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, his little his little about, I was like, wow, from Toronto. <laughs> but he's got the fever he's in socal let's see Good if he doesn't deal. move here all right sam well, check Wright out sam right yeah 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 beautiful stuff okay thanks frank yeah moving ahead i told you guys before this show started that the song that i picked was like a worm eating through my brain it stuck with me and I played it over and over and over. And then what I did is I turned around and I bought the album. It's from a band called Are You a Cop? <laughs> and they're right here out of Los Angeles. It's oh, Jonathan nice. Picard, Gregory Amour, and Ash Mullen that comprise Are You a Cop? These three guys here, this is... Um, second or third album i'm not sure but i think this is the third one this is like a breakout album the the first two that i listened to off of Bandcamp, uh vocals weren't quite the same this this one here this album they're pronounced you can really feel the songs and the song that i'm gonna play for you is called um bingabong are just bing bong. There's no A in there. But once he starts oh, you're, singing you're it, Italian, Frank. You're Italian, Frank. Yeah, you it kind of comes out. 
<laughs> listen to Sorry, these folks. lyrics and tell me in such a short time, it's a couple minutes long, it just doesn't tell the perfect story of the rock and roll lifestyle. And here is Are You a Cop with Bing Bong. All right, there's Bing Bong by Argue a Let's start with you, Jim. You've got that look on your face. What do you think? Uh, I love the name of the band. Are you a cop? <laughs> a cop. Uh, I can see why this is an earworm. Yes. Um, oh, good point, honey. Yeah. As, as I was listening to the, the kind of outro there, I was like thinking, I, I cannot sing along with this because he changed it up as much. <laughs> Uh, the the lyrics were uh, were kind of funny. I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the humor in it. Yes, I put it on repeat while I mowed my lawn. Well, that's what to happened to you. Over, yeah. I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. 
the uh, the line in there about uh, about the label sucking their blood like a vampire kind of thing. I was dentist. like, oh. yeah, yeah, like a dentist. Yeah, like yeah. a dentist. Yeah, I was like, oh. I want to mention, I did when I bought the album. They were nice enough to sign it for me. Also, I saw Very that. Cool. Yeah, I like the I like the spot. What was it? Something. Something wood like Geppetto. We're playing with wooden friends like Geppetto is. There you go. That's classic. I just, that's uh, who. That's who carved Pinocchio, folks. <laughs> I, I know. Such a yeah. such a catchy tune. Um, black vinyl. If it was colored vinyl splatter or whatever, I would be president of their fan club. Okay. <laughs> black is a really. Color. Yes, it really? is. But it's vinyl. You know what I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's uh, Are You a Cop? And uh, that's my pick this week, and I'm sticking to it. I like it. All right. Jim, what do you have for us? Well, this week I have Nick Noon. And uh, Alabama native, uh, multi-genre singer, multi-instrumental instrumentalist there you go songwriter uh now based in tennessee uh nick's written hundreds of songs has recently released a double a-side single dear delilah with don't let the papers get you down which is the song we're going to be listening to mm. uh, when you listen to it you can hear his love of uh a lot of different genres going on it's evident in his songwriting the thing that captured my attention on the song was how like kind of relatable the lyrics are and so uh, I got to I got to get the get the bifocals on here for the <laughs> small print. So uh, Nick does the vocals, guitars, bass, piano, organ, mellotron. Yeah, right, right up Jerry's uh, <laughs> right up Jerry's alley. There had help on the track from Keith Schaubert, who plays drums and percussion, and Patrick Monius, who provided violins and violas. Uh, Nick also produced the song. So this is uh, Don't Let the Papers Get You Down. Go ahead and put the needle in the groove there, Frank. Colors make you cry 
get you down jerry go ahead what do you think neat that is neat that reminds me of early childhood the variety shows on tv folks that was 70s but to me all the way oh absolutely but it's it's you know obviously we have the technology but i i liked it very much i mean very much that was such a nice little uh you know swerve in what we're doing on tonight's show that was that was great that 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 gives me a, a pleasant feeling i guess is my point guys it gives me a pleasant feeling warm fuzzy you know <laughs> that's good that's good yeah that, that yeah. goes back to the uh wow i can say this is the 70s the k-tail era of the vocalists i love know, that and, and you had a big band or a you know a big orchestration oh. in the studio wow that was well done Jaime. crazy yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, just goes to show that I, I don't always bring a female artist to the table. These guys were giving, these guys were giving me grief off uh, off camera. Uh, well, Frank, uh, how long was the how long was the tune, Frank? Do we have him on that? Uh, three oh nine. Yeah. Three oh nine. He went. He went over three. Off at three minutes. So the double whammy. Yeah. Not a girl singing and over three minutes, Tommy. I know, so unusual. Wow, great! Uh, thought it was nicely production. produced, and uh, I love. I like the, it, Jim. Uh, love the positive message, and uh, yeah. yeah, nice little like I love the organ. Nice little touch in there. I thought and the strings were great. So the, the other songs on the uh, yeah. album or EP are they of the same vein? Uh, it's two. There's two songs. It's this and Dear Delilah, which is um, similar of, of the same ilk. <laughs> yeah. very good well that's nick new well yeah that's neat yeah and, and like nick that. also sent us a video uh for an intro that we'll play on a upcoming episode later on thank so, nick, you nick. thank you for that thank you yeah which i thought it was cool he did something a little different than me. yes he did oh, i yes. like that jim i really do uh me too nice yeah time. yeah 
So real quickly, guys, uh, today I had a little free time, so I, I was searching for some you bands. You did? And um, while I was reaching out, I actually got responses from about four different bands for upcoming wow. episodes. Nice. Thank you, folks. Thank you. A couple of them want to come on live and do interviews, and I, I'm kind of telling them, well, we're not really doing interviews right now, but we're... Uh, Love a video and an intro, so we'll be having some new intros from some bands coming up, also. Right, just so that's yeah. always cool to have that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Right on. Well, Jim, I gotta ask. So today, real quickly, I, I read that Guns and Roses will be playing in August here in Los Angeles uh, over at the Chargers. I think you worked there, as a matter of fact, at the Bank of America. No, Arena. I didn't work that one. Okay. I worked at the Coliseum. Okay. Well, Bank of America Arena, whatever it's considered. Whatever they're calling it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hear me out, though. Um, okay. Wolf Indeed. Van Halen is in Mammoth is going to be the opening act. Correct. Um. I'm not trying to disparage the guy whatsoever. He's got talent upon talent. Here it comes, Jim. But comes. how long do you think before the backlash hits this poor kid? Because he's paid zero dues as far as playing clubs, working his way up to he was a headliner with his dad's band. And now he's opening for Guns N' Roses. I, I love the I love the album. I love the I love his voice. But do you see where I'm coming from? Or do you think absolutely in the internet hasn't world paid his due, hasn't paid his dues, Frank? I, I see you and I feel you. Yeah. Um, the thing to do is go to the show or wait until some of the shows come out and catch the reviews. Now I kind of agree with you, Frank, on a little bit like he hasn't paid his dues, but he started touring with them cats when Dave came back. He was doing shows four or five years, so you get that experience. But I agree, Frank, totally. You know, this kid hasn't, you know. No, th this isn't my feeling. I'm not saying he has. I'm, I'm saying how long before. I would go see it in a heartbeat. And I tell you what, I'd probably hits. go to the Arizona show. I'd probably go, to, I'd probably go over the border, you know. What do you think, Jim? Yeah. So here's I guarantee, the thing. Of, I, guarantee, the, uh, I guarantee you he's got stones. I guarantee you he's got brass stones coming from his pops. Just saying. So. nepotism is rife yeah keep it in the family i say recording <laughs> okay uh think about all the kids siblings blah 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 of whoever who have all you know kind of made it as a result of uh, or got introduced in because their parents or whoever, right? Mm -hmm. You can probably think of a bunch of them. Uh, if he didn't have the chops or the goods, go Jaime. Then um, he, he's not going to survive, right? And especially um, with Axel, he's not doing have, a. Yeah. He's not. He's not headlining. Nope. Right, and he probably could have gone out and done like a headlining club tour. Yeah, well, right. And so I think he's doing an opening slot for Guns and Roses. It's a choice. It's a choice spot, right? I mean, Guns and Roses are huge. They're probably going to pull uh, a big crowd, mm -hmm. and so uh, he's going to get some great exposure from that. Um, 
in a way, because he's doing that, I, I kind of call that paying your dues. Ballsy. Right. And if, and if he, uh, and if he chokes it, he won't last. And if he goes out there and he has nope. goods, he'll, he'll make it on his own merit. That's why we love Jim Frank. You know, he just, he just, he smooths it out. <laughs> no, but the point being uh, what Jaime said was he could have easily headlined smaller venues easily. I sure. think anyway, I, I don't know, especially with the COVID who knows what's, what's hip and what's, but, but well, he's pigeon. We all, yeah. The has... thing, the thing, the thing I like Frank, sorry to interrupt is the, the thing with Axel. There's no way, there's no way he's going to, okay. You know, I just, just knowing Axel and, you know, all the stuff that's happened over the years to me, to me, just my honest opinion, folks out in conspiracy land, there's no way Axel from Guns N' Roses is going to okay some opening act that, you know, hasn't paid their dues. Well, considering considering we'll Guns N' Roses' history and Axel's history, right, right, uh, Wolf might end up being the headliner <laughs> because Guns N' Roses may never even make it to the stage. Hey, Wolfie, play a Van Halen tune. Well, see, and that's kind of where I'm at. He's he's gonna open up, play 30, 45 minutes. His album hasn't even hit the streets yet. And you know, it's gonna be interesting. When's that tour? Who's open? gonna be who's gonna be listening to him? You know? I um yeah, shoot. He can't play Van Halen songs. No, you know? but I bet he does. I bet he doesn't. Uh, I bet he doesn't. I, no. I think there'd be too much. Uh, this kid's wanting to make it on his own. He's wanting yeah. to put, you know, and he doesn't want, he's got the name. He doesn't need, you know, to try to relive anything no. like that. Nobody, and that'd be disrespectful to his father, I think. So now well, if Pops was alive yep. and retired, fair game, you know. But, Do you remember the one Van Halen live album where Wolfie comes out and plays the intro to, uh, Whatever it was, it was a prelude to little guitars, and he he looked like he was about ten or twelve. And Edward, you know, in his dilemma back then, this is the future, the yeah. future. Yeah, Eddie, it's your kid. We got it. You know, <laughs> my, my 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 son's the future of the NASA. We got it. But again, both of you are exactly right. Jaime is bingo on where he could easily headline a lounge somewhere easily. And then Frank's right. Well, he hasn't paid his dues. But to me, if you to me, if you watch the their last gig in Hollywood Bowl in 2015, I've done it. I've watched it enough times where I can only take so much of Dave. And I got I watch five minutes and I go, "What's he doing? He's got the he's got this he's got this behind him." But Wolfie holds his own only because I've watched YouTube, Frank. Mm -hmm. But concur. You know, rookie album just out. You're right. A lot of people are gonna say, "Oh, it's dad," but it's dad. It's uncle. If you've made it this far into the video, smash the like button. There you subscribe. go. Subscribe. Ring the notification bell so that when the next episode comes out, and keep listening, folks. It'll show up right in your inbox, man. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jim, take us home, will you? The shop is definitely closed.
he walks up and he looks and he says, oh, man, you're getting old. And he just keeps on walking. <laughs> and thanks for the update, brother. Well, Thank Jeff you, says, Jeff says, it's bad enough. We know we're getting older, but to have <laughs> yeah. a stranger tell you. And, and he doesn't even want any money for telling you. <laughs> oh. oh, it's like, come on. Man. I, you all. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I would have rather asked for some money, you know? 